Welcome to the For the Girl podcast. Join best friends Mackenzie Wilson and Mackenzie Baker from Delight Ministries as they talk about all things relationships, faith, and, well, girls. This podcast is for the girl expectant for her future, for the girl who is ready to grow, and for the girl who needs some honest answers. Get ready, because this is for you. Hello, everybody. Welcome back to the For The Girl podcast. You know, it has been a few weeks, and I got to say, I'm so happy to be back on the mic with you. I know. It's kind of fun. You know, it's so fun. We've kind of been apart a lot this summer, and so being back in the same room on the PCAST is really, really exciting. And today, guys, we are launching a new series for the month of August. And, um, you know, I love it and I hate it, guys. (laughs) Like Kenzie and I, over the years, we have had a love-hate relationship when it comes to talking about dating and relationships. Um, Honestly, we, for the longest time, refused to talk about dating relationships in any sort of like public setting because we thought it was like cool and lame. But then over the years, you know, God really warmed up our heart and we realized that so many of you guys out there yeah. are dating, you're in relationships, you're trying yes. to figure it out, you're sick of being single, all it's these different hard. things. And mm-hmm. we want to bring you guys encouragement for the next five weeks, no matter where you're at, if you're yes. single, dating, getting ready to get engaged, like wherever you're at. If you've never dated a single person before in your life, like we think these next five weeks are going to be yes. really encouraging, but also challenging and hopefully just like give you some new perspective yes. on things when it comes to dating and relationships. Yes, and clarity too. I think dating can be so confusing. You're like, who am I? What the heck is happening? So we're really excited about it. Okay, we wanted to tell you some like really fun things though that we're doing through the series. So one, um, we are talking all the way through our fave periwinkle book. Oh, this book. Um, called How to Prepare for Your Future Love Story. A long title, I know, but it really just is fitting for the book. The funniest part about this book is Kenzie always is like, guys, this is the best, best book ever. ever. And I always laugh because it's our book, so it sounds a little <laughs> conceited. But actually, this book is so fun and such it's an amazing so cool. resource when it comes to dating and relationships. There's so many fun things yes. in here. There's actually a lot of like our own personal stories when it comes to That's dating right. and relationships. If you haven't taken the Discover Your Discover Your Dating Personality quiz yet, it's a mouthful. It is. Discover your dating personality quiz. That's right. You literally can discover like what your dating personality is, like what your tendencies are, what your desires are, how you like function in relationships. Yeah, it's the best. I it's always so say it's like the Enneagram for dating. It really is. And, and you know what's crazy? What? Is your dating personality kind of mirrors your like your relationship. So like how you date, how you're in relationship with like boys yeah. <laughs> kind of does mirror how you... Your your relationship with Jesus. Like a lot of yeah. times it's the same tendencies, it's the same fears, the same desires. So at the end of the day, this whole podcast really is about a relationship with Jesus. Yeah. And they can take the quiz. You can take the quiz Go at forthegirls.com the and then you'll figure out which type are you. And yes. in the How to Prepare for Your Future Love Story book, there is a full profile on each type. So if you're like, oh my gosh, I need to know more about my dating type. You got to get this book. But that's not all that is in this book. Not all. So the other half of the book is 
five different steps in preparing for your future love story. So like five things in your singleness that you need to grow in, mature in, invest in that will make you the best girlfriend, the best wife, and create the most healthy relationship and will just help you to fall in love with Jesus all over again. There's so many things in our own hearts and life that just need to be uprooted, torn out, restored, empowered in, and so many things. And so that's what this book really dives into. And it's super interactive. It's actually a workbook. So it's so cute. You're going to have to participate in this process. I show them right now. I know. I wish you could see it. But go to our website, forthegirl.com. It's in our shop and it's really incredible. And we're really excited about what we have planned for the next five weeks. But I do want to say like straight off from the top of all of this, guys, as we kind of talk about dating relationships, I know that you guys are all coming from different places. Some of you are so single. Some of you are just started dating someone. Um, Some of you just broke up with someone. And I think like we have to remember as we talk about dating relationships, which is so fun to talk about. It's literally like the most fun thing to talk about sometimes. Um, You know, having a relationship is not the end all be all at the end of the day. Like it's not the thing that's going to finally like bring you joy and make you happy and make you feel complete. And, um, if that's really where you're at right now, if like you're just sitting there, like I need a relationship because like, I don't know who I am without it. Like this book is such an incredible resource for you because when we say how to prepare for your future love story, what we really mean is this book is going to help you fall in love with Jesus all over again. And we believe, like that is the place where you have to approach dating and relationships. Like when you fall in love with the Lord, he literally equips you and leads you and guides you and, um, pivots you on your relationship journey. And that is what is so important at the end of the day. And so please don't hear us wrong in saying like, Oh my gosh, you need a boyfriend or you don't need a boyfriend or whatever it is. Like Mm -hmm. we want to meet you wherever you're at on this journey, but know that we are always going to point you towards Jesus as we talk about all of these things. that is right. That's a word, Mac. Thanks for clarifying. <laughs> You're so that welcome, That was Ken's. so good. So before we started launching into all of this, I was going to give them an overview of the podcast. So I'm going to do that right now. That's a great plan. Okay. So we have a fun little segment. We kind of loved our summer bucket of fun last season. If you knew, we have a little bucket of questions. And we just like randomly pull them out. I wrote these questions. Mac doesn't know. And I don't know which one will come to the surface. So it's going to be really I'm a little fun. nervous. They're all about our like kind of like about dating and relationships and boys and all of that just because it's fitting for the theme. So that's going to be really, really amazing. And then after that, we actually interviewed six different like people that are all six different dating types. So we have um, the independent, the flirt, all the different people. And we're giving you like a little short segment of just like an inside scoop of how they approach dating. So that's going to be really fun. So basically we're saying your type will be on one of the episodes. That's right. Get ready for that. And then we're going to launch into just like these five different areas that we believe will help you to prepare for your future love story, fall in love with Jesus all over again, and really just mature in your faith. So we are so excited to bring that to the table. We're actually going to be sharing so much of our own lives, dating lives, just lives in general. So that's going to be really fun. So why don't we start with this bucket of love? Okay. Do you want me to go first? Um, No, I'll grab it for you since I just talked a lot. Summer bucket of love. Are you ready? Are you nervous? Yeah. Okay. I have a feeling this is going to be bad. I know. Okay. Oh, this is a really good one. Okay. What is the best advice your mom gave you about dating? 
Ooh. Best is, advice your mom has given you about Don't dating. put it back in. Oh. oh my gosh. Okay. This is so funny and I can't believe I'm about to say this, but I actually think this is such good advice. Okay. Okay. So one time I was in the car with my mom and sister. I think I was maybe in high school or something like that. And we were actually talking about having sex before marriage. Okay. Wow. Oh, I'm going, going there. there. <laughs> we are talking about purity and all of these things. And um, just talking about like my sister's experience with it and my own experiences with it and my mom's experiences. And she said to me, she was like, Mackenzie, I really want to tell you something right here, right now. She was like, she said to me, she said, not having like sex before you're married, like when you're in love with someone, all these things, she's like, it is going to be one of the hardest things you'll ever do. She's mm. like, it's not going to be easy. And I don't want to sit here and pretend to you like the journey is going to be super easy. And yeah. like, you're just going to be perfect at it and all this stuff. She's like, I just want you to prepare now. Cause I was in high school and you know, I don't even know if I'd kissed a boy at this point. And um, <laughs> she's like, it's going to be hard. It's going to be tough. But like, you know, if you make the decision now and if you're really strong, and your conviction now and you really believe it and like take that to the Lord like that's how you make it through that that's how you make it through that like hard thing and that's just something I've always kept in mind like going into everything I've known I haven't had these like rose-colored glasses on about it all like known that it's going to be difficult it's going to be hard and like I have to actively make that choice and actively bring all of that to the Lord always and it's just something that's been super big in my life that is a word and that is big thank you Karen Wilson yes Karen Wilson purity is so important like not having intimacy with your like boyfriend creates more intimacy with God and it's just so real yeah yeah it was really good really good okay okay here we go Ken's who is your favorite Instagram couple to follow oh um I would say I love following we ooh, who is it? Uh, maybe like uh, oh, sorry about that. <laughs> um, I love. I'm blanking on her name though. She was on our podcast, and they're super fun. She was on our Sav- podcast. Sav- oh, Sav and Stevie. Yeah, I love no, following them. Saz, Sazan, 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 and Stevie. Yeah, yeah, they're really and, cute. And uh, Teeny, she's so cute. Teeny, yeah, yeah. I love that's that. That's a good one. That's a I really think good so, one. But I also feel like there's somebody else, and I just am not remembering right now. But yeah, yeah. Instagram follow them. couples. They're really, really fun. What about you? What's your favorite? Oh, my favorite Instagram couple, like who's funny, guy and a girl. Ooh. It's really hard. That right? is really hard. I'm it's trying like to you think. You don't know right off the bat. I'm going to my Instagram right now and looking through. Yeah. I do love following anybody who's like about to get married, I will say. That's kind of fun oh, following them. Yeah, there's a couple of Delight girls that we we love to really yes, follow. Yes, there really are. We are invested, Delight ladies. We will follow <laughs> you, stalk you, all the things. We are so. Oh, okay. I know. I know. And. It's more, well, it's both of them, but we love all things Lillian. She yes. is like a, the cutest graphic designer. She's actually, she designed a lot of the stuff in the How to Prepare for a Future Love Story book. She did. She's incredible. And her and her new husband are so cute are so and just cute. so hip. And I think I love following them. Honestly, I also love following anybody who like, 
kind of goes through boyfriends. I know that sounds bad, but like has new ones quite often. Oh, and you're just and like, you're like oh, what's the tea? What one? happened? Yeah. What happened? And you're like, sometimes they share, sometimes they don't. I just love that part of it. Yeah, that's but true. Anyways, okay, that wow. was really good. I'm so excited for this next next little segment. We have um, Emmy Elliott, who is the independent, yes. and she shared so much truth and yeah. such good insight for anybody who is the independent but I will say she also shared just such good in, insight yeah. as like just like a single lady chasing after Jesus chasing after her passions particularly like we always say you know pursuing your passions and your singleness is so 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 important and she talks a lot about that and it's so life-giving so I yeah. think you're gonna love it yeah I was gonna say and all of these interviews even if it's not your type I still think you're gonna get so much out of them so don't skip over them they're so good so yeah we have an interview with Emmy Elliott and then afterwards we are talking about the first step in preparing for your future love story. So keep listening. Hey, you guys. We are so excited for our guest today, Emmy Elliott. She is the independent, yes. and she's going to give us yes, like, she is. the inside scoop. Um, and we're going to learn so much from you. But before we get started, we um, just want you to share a little bit about yourself, um, what you love, what you're passionate about, what you do, all of the things. If you guys don't know, Emmy's like one of the coolest Coolest people ever. ever. The prettiest, the cutest, Don't you think we talk about her Instagram all the time? All the time. I think at least like at least once a month, Ken's and I have a conversation about how cool you are. I feel blessed and honored to be here right now. You're like one of those people, honestly, since we're talking about dating that I'm like, look at and fall in. I'm like, oh my gosh, like I need to set you up with every guy yes. all the time. Yes. How is she yeah. so single? All the things. <laughs> gold. It's like a gold mine for any wow. for any male. So anyways, okay, you share a little bit about yourself. Happy. Okay, um, I'm Emmy and I, yes, I'm the independent. Yes. I live in Nashville. I'm um, an artist, songwriter, yes. um, worship leader, all the things. Um, I'm, yes. I'm passionate about many things, which I think probably plays into the independent thing a little bit you know I'm really passionate about yeah. working with individuals in the special needs community I'm yeah. really passionate about this ministry um caring hearts which you guys yes. know all about um you know I'm passionate about music I'm passionate about mentorship friendship um yeah. confidence mm. all the things so yeah. um I think you know moving to Nashville seven years ago I went to Belmont and you know I didn't I've always loved music and I've always loved worship and I kind mm-hmm. of just let um I guess just let time kind of like define me, I guess. Like as I, as I grew up, I kind of, you know, over the last seven years, I feel like your twenties, just like the time between, you know, age 18 and 25, you just, I feel like you, you grow and evolve in, into, um, you know, into who you are as an adult basically. And I feel like in my time in Nashville, I've sort of started to like pile on, layer Mm -hmm. on the different things that I'm passionate about as time went on, which um, I'm thankful for. I didn't have like a big plan when I first moved here. I was like, I'm going to go to college and make friends and and figure it out as I go. So, um, but yes, I am the independent and I am single. So yes, yes, single. Yes. For all the boys listening, which is probably probably not many. Potentially two. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. I've heard a couple girls say they make their boyfriend listen, but, um, that's about all the guys I know. And then they're not single. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe my dad, he's not single. Yeah. So (laughs) 
You know, that's okay though. But okay, so we're super excited to have you on for so many reasons because it's been fun, number one, to like watch your journey just like creatively yes. as you because you were a part of the beginning, the beginning of delight, of delight yeah, at so Belmont, crazy. which is crazy. Like in those first couple years, it's yeah. wild. And then now to be sitting here, you know, like eight years later mm-hmm. and having these conversations is so fun. So yes. We're going to talk about your dating life, which is just like, we're going straight there. So you're the independent and clearly we have connection because I'm the independent as well. But to put it simply, we know that the independent, she feels a bit more comfortable pursuing her dreams than pursuing a relationship. Would you say that's (laughs) true of you? Yes. Yeah. hundred percent. I think, um, you know, in a good way. Yeah. It can be you know, I'm, I'm focused and I'm, I'm driven and I really do thrive off of being productive. Um, and so I, I think that, I think that it's a good thing, but at the same time, you know, in an unhealthy place where I'm more focused on this false security that I can build by Hmm. making myself busy, Mm -hmm. I, um, you know, I could, I could more easily shut shut opportunities out just to just to grow and learn I mean every yeah. relationship teaches you and That's and growing right. is is painful and growing you know at times and growing is also beautiful and so I think I am like at in unhealthy places I've been scared of growth so I'm just like yeah oh I'll just completely you know crowd my mind with what I can do yeah which is pursuing excellence in yeah whatever I do yeah and maybe that pushes people away sometimes. yeah that's so interesting just like yeah. the control of it all of mm-hmm. like hey I can kind of control the outcome here but with the relationship yeah. you lose so much control yeah. it's like there's two people involved and so that totally changes things totally relate to that okay yeah. so I'm gonna read you a bunch of our tendencies that go along yes. with the independent type you don't have to connect with all of them by any means, but I want you to pick out which one you're like, ooh, you know, that's like, yeah. <laughs> that's like, oh, like knife in the heart. It hurts because it's so true. So I'll read these and then we can kind of dive into one of them. So here's the tendency. So the independent tends to build walls to protect herself because she's intimidated by intimacy, easily disqualifies potential relationships, Feels an underlying pride around her singleness, chooses ambition over relationships, numbs the pain of loneliness, or views needing a relationship as a weakness. Were there like one or two that stood out? Uh, yes. <laughs> it's probably hard when you relate to them all. You're like, oh, shoot. Yeah, yeah. I really do. I, re- I relate to all of those. What was mm. the one about, oh, pride and singleness? Yes, um, yes. I think, I mean, going back to that, that security thing that I mentioned, I think, you know, I have really dated, I haven't really like dated, dated where it comes to just like, oh, you just go on dates with like different guys every weekend. I'm kind of one of those people where I am pretty guarded when it comes to guys. So it's like, I will date someone and then it'll be like a serious two year relationship or three year relationship. Mm -hmm. Um, and then we'll break up and it's like a whole thing. And then I get over it and then I love being single and then I meet someone and then I date them for three years. You know what I mean? (laughs) Um, And so I think one of my biggest things, you know, I had, I was in a serious relationship several years ago and I got out of that and I really had kind of two years where I would say I was in a bit of an unhealthy, prideful, Mm. in an unhealthy, prideful mindset about Mm. my singleness because I, you know, and at first it was good. At first I I needed that time to heal and to self-reflect and to kind of figure out, okay, what things that I, did I believe that 
you know, that's not necessarily true. And then what things did I do wrong? Um, that yeah. I need to work on. And so yeah. I needed that healing time, but then I just really extended that healing time <laughs> to the point where I was just, you know, I was, I think I was just pretty against letting anyone in my life because I'm like, yeah. I've built this world and it's, it's beautiful and it's secure and it's safe. And if mm. no one gets in, no one, I won't get hurt. And that, yeah. and all of a sudden I sort of realized I'm like, but but you know the goal of love is to it's it's compromise it's like you know it's it's letting someone in up close but also um you know I think I think my I'm I'm an Enneagram 3 too yeah (laughs) and you know I think so much of an Enneagram 3's like mindset is you want to you want to be like approved you want people to be like I approve of you yeah and so you know the opposite of that is oh if I let someone up close and they see me yeah what if they don't um what if that's not what they want Mm. and then I have to deal Mm. with not being approved of and yeah and all that but um yeah but that's all me that's all my mind game and that's me also allowing other people to define whether I am worthy of approval and you know I feel like it's kind of the things that you learn in like Sunday school the things that you hear just like it's like back to the basics of yeah you know I'm like I'm fearful I'm fearfully and wonderfully made and I know that's kind of a verse that um that can kind of feel like it's overused and people just kind of like Mm -hmm. don't really realize the maybe the the power importance of but I think it's like I am I am treasured and I am loved and I am worthy of being loved and um, letting someone in doesn't mean that they get to define whether I'm worthy of being loved or not, you know, and and it's a whole like mental thing because I think, like I said, it's just, it's easiest to step back and just say, um, well, just no one, I, of course I'm confident because I, it's just it's it's me and god and my and my best friends and people in my life so um you know it's like it's a safe and secure world but at the same time you know there's there's beauty in in partnership there's beauty in relationship and and that's a pretty humbling thing when you're like wow i'm i'm kind of being prideful and just saying oh well of course i'm i'm secure because i've built this like kind of fake world yeah. a little bit you know yeah. what I mean uh, it's so really good. good there's yeah. this line in uh the book how to prepare that says talking about mm-hmm. this single independent and it says mm-hmm. her independence becomes her defense mechanism to protect herself from feeling like she's not worthy of love and just as you were talking I was yeah. like I relate it's, so yeah. hardcore with that because yeah. I am like I am so fine being single and like I love it and I have so many other things in my life that are so awesome but and, you know, I'd be lying mm-hmm. to say that I, I don't want, you know, a relationship and a partner in life and all those things. Yeah. But yeah. when you open yourself up to that, you open yourself up to having to choose to like face your biggest fears in a lot of ways. And yeah. that's a hard thing to do. And mm-hmm. that's what I think is like fun about being an independent is it's like it's so scary. And it's like, but I think yeah. at the same time, like we love to to face what is scary. Yeah. And when you get on the other side of that, the reward uh, and the beauty that lies on the other side of like doing the yeah. thing that's so scary and terrifying and then seeing, 
oh my gosh, like I've opened myself up. Someone's seen my flaws. Someone's seen the things that like I've worked so hard to hide and they like still love me and choose me anyway. And I think it again, because that mirrors your intimacy with the father, it's like, it teaches you even more about God's love and like grows that relationship with him too. And that how cool is that? So I think that that is like so cool. And I love it. Fellow independent over here. For the Girl fam, I am so excited to tell you about a new resource that we have called our Prayer Pad. I don't know about you guys, but sometimes when I enter into my time with Jesus every day, I have no clue what to do. Like, what should I journal? What should I talk to the Lord about? Where should I write my scripture notes? Well, this solves all of your problems. It's a notepad that literally walks and guides you through prayers with Jesus each and every single day. I've been using it for the last two months, and it has been a total game changer every single day. I cannot wait to wake up and be with Jesus. You can get one over at ForTheGirl.com and Trust me when I say run, don't walk to get one because they will sell out fast and it's amazing and you need it right now. One thing we talk about all the time in the dating life is we are like, oh my gosh, it is so important in your singleness to pursue your passions. Mm -hmm. And obviously this is something that the independent does super well, but you know, pursuing your passions means that like with or without a guy, you are like pursuing your God given purpose. And there's like, like, even if you never find your future husband, you can look at your life and be like, I'm so proud, you know, like this has been like so good for me. So I don't know. I want you to share a little bit about that. Like what, how like fun has it been? How life giving has it been like just pursuing what God has called you to yes um it really it's it's beautiful because you know I don't have everything it's not like I've reached like oh I've gotten everything that I want and I'm just like I'm fully happy but it's it's the fullness of like you know I actually it's like you always say that verse like give us this day our daily bread Mm -hmm. um or that prayer yeah um but you know, it's like, what's, what does it mean to like give us our daily bread? And that means like the Lord is going to give you what is going to fulfill you just for that day. And it's just like, okay, you are going to give me fullness for this day. Mm. And, and so, you know, one of my friends going with like the control and security thing (laughs) that is, is my tendency. One of my friends was like, I think you just need to dream with God. I think you Mm. just need to sit down and just be like, okay, Lord, what do you have for me? Like with, with relationships, with dreams, with music, with, um, with just my life's ministry, what is it? And it's definitely more of a a daily bread thing. Like, okay, Lord, like I wake up, I I really do. I value my time in the morning, just kind of like dream and pray and, and let the Lord sort of guide my heart and, um, you know, kind of set it for the day. And it's, it's really beautiful to view it as more of like every day I am, I have the opportunity to be like, to be healthy and alive and to learn more. And that is a constant, um, a constant, like laying down my, my like natural tendencies to maybe Mm -hmm. like control or just like, okay, I have to do this. I have to do like step ABC to get to where I want to go. Um, whether that's in a relationship or with dreams or whatever. Um, and just, and taking it day by day and being like, I have everything I need to be fully alive and to be fully joyful and to be fully, um, you know, fully able to pursue the, the life that God has given me, you know what I mean? And, and it's been really sweet because I think, that actually is kind of the road less traveled in a way because everyone, um, you know, it's so much easier to, to follow the, 
the self-help like mindset of you can do everything like be self-made all those things which like I could naturally think that that's the best way to go but it's actually like okay every day it's it's like me kind of taking this road less traveled which requires a lot of surrender yeah and um and um (laughs) and taking the road less traveled which requires a lot of surrender and I think that leaves a lot of room for God to to one surprise you yeah and for you to grow this trust and God sees so much farther than we do so it's just like when we are trusting him we're saying like okay I'm kind of closing my eyes and opening my hands and and Mm. just doing you know stewarding what I have with the best of my ability and then you're just fully growing this trust in God which is actually going to be which is which is going to help me all through life you know past like my you know singleness past pursuing my dreams like I want to have that like trust and that history and that relationship with God that I'm like oh I when I have when I'm struggling with something in 10-15 years I'm like oh I have history here I can go back and like I know how to lean on God in these moments yeah and that's what this time that's what's beautiful about I just Mm. feel like your college years your 20s is just like you are just like you are just laying these foundations and growing in your trust in God and that's going to come with heartache like yeah yeah like like I said growing is is painful and beautiful and in and all the things at once and it's just like it's good yeah I just think like growing that relationship with God it takes it takes like work and mm. but it's it's beautiful and then you yeah. and then when things happen and you have great friendships and your dreams start to come to fruition it's just like oh that was a hundred percent God like yeah. there's there's no yeah. other way. That this yeah. Yeah. I love what you said about like, I want to look back and be like, oh my gosh, that was the foundation of my life. Like yeah. I even thought to myself, like how cool it is like in our singleness to, we're essentially like making memories with yeah. the Lord. Like, mm. oh my gosh, remember that morning? Like it was just me and you. Like mm-hmm. remember that like hike? It was just me and you or that oh road gosh. trip, just me and you. Like those moments are so sweet and like pursuing your passions is so important. And yes. I love that about the yeah. independent. I'm like, go for it. I mean, there's yes. of course things that you can learn what you are yeah and I think that was such a good word you said about daily bread and I think that uh the independent is probably like a dreamer in a lot of ways and Mm -hmm. is always probably thinking super future focused of like ah I'm you know taking over the world big plans all these things and to stay in the day-to-day of like okay Lord what do you have for me today what relationship do you want me to pursue today what Mm -hmm. you know person do you want me to grow with today I think that's so good because I think we tend to like run 10 years down the road and be like, is this the right person? Is this the wrong person? Or yeah. Whatever it is. And I think it's so good to just stay in the moment. So, yeah. so many amazing things you shared with us. Thank oh, yes. you so much. This was so fun. Oh, I love it. So fun. I just want to say one more thing yes. Yes. For, the, for the independence. Um, good. Also know, I mean, it's, I think one thing I'm learning, it's beautiful to have a heart that is, that is strong and independent yeah. And, yeah. That, and that pursues greatness in life. That is all great but you know it's we're human and no Mm. matter what personality type you are you are going to be flawed but Mm. the the good thing is is like is is god knows you god there's no there's no place you can run where he won't be i mean that's a song psalm 39 or 139 whatever (laughs) it's in the psalms and um and and i I think god writes that to remind you that you know he knows every thought and he's he's still he still pursues you he still loves you so when you have times where you need to check yourself and you need to be like okay I'm kind of prideful about my singleness right now Hmm. or um I'm pretty guarded about things right now bring it to God because he's he's not um 
he's he's just waiting mm. like he's not yeah he's not saying like you need to fix yourself before you do that like it's okay to bring it to God and then he will kindly reveal it to you and then give you the fullness that you mm. need so it is beautiful to be independent but yeah. like with anything like humility is important and yeah humility makes you better so, so good love it all I yes. love that I love that you're so op- it's so good to be I mean because there's probably so much pride around your thing that probably can even be translated to your relationship with the Lord too mm-hmm. like, I don't want you in I'm like totally. I'm like just striving I'm like I'm independent I love that like opening your heart up to Jesus too it's that's a word for all the <laughs> ladies yeah right, Emmy you're the best thank you so much for being on the podcast we will talk to you soon ladies All right, so we are diving into our first topic when it comes to how to prepare for your future love story. So remember, these are taken straight from the How to Prepare for Your Future Love Story book. So this is chapter one. We are going to kind of expound upon it and kind of share a little bit more of things that God has continued to teach us through um, just kind of this topic and this study. But if you want to study along with us, seriously, get the book. It would be incredible to have in front of you and kind of just use as we study through. But the first topic this week is so, so important, and it is solidifying your identity and truly what Mm -hmm. we mean by that, that it is so important to know who you are and whose you are before you go and try to figure out combining your life with somebody (laughs) else. Um, I see so many girls enter into relationships and not only do they lose totally who they are because they totally just put their identity in that relationship, but they never even take the time to figure out what are the things that, you know, are unique about them. And they never even figure out like, the full like capacity of who they are in Jesus. And so um, we really believe that if you're single, um, even if you're dating, even if you're in a relationship right now, you can still be doing this, but taking the time to really um, dig deep into your identity and who it is that God has made you to be. So um, the scripture that we're kind of going to be looking at is one of my favorites. If you've been around me, you've probably heard me talk about it. That's true. (laughs) It is like literally one of my favorites um, because I think it says so much about any of us that are struggling with who we are and struggling with our identity, like this is the roadmap, I think, to know um, who you are. And so um, we're going to be in Matthew 16. This is verse 13. So Jesus and his disciples, uh, Jesus takes his disciples up to Caesarea Philippi. And I always say Caesarea Philippi is kind of like the modern day Las Vegas. It was like this place Ooh. of, you know, sin and debauchery. It was like all the crazy stuff was yeah. happening there. And so yeah. Jesus very intentionally takes his disciples up and has this conversation. And mm-hmm. verse 13 says, when Jesus came to the region of Caesarea Philippi, he asked his disciples, who do people say the son of man is? And so he's asking them, you know, who do people say that I am? And so they replied, some say John the Baptist, others say Elijah, and so others, Jeremiah, or one of the prophets. But then Jesus says, but what about you, he asked, who do you say that I am? And so Simon Peter, our beloved Peter, you know, he's the guy always putting his foot in his mouth, usually like says the wrong thing. He actually kind of get, he gets it right here. It's pretty incredible. He says, <laughs> you are the Christ the son of the living God. And this is a really, really big moment because think about it. You know, 
Peter and the rest of the disciples, they've been traveling around with Jesus over the last, you know, months and years. They've been like mm-hmm. every waking moment with him. Like they've been eating meals together. They've been like cracking jokes together. They've probably been like sleeping in tents and all these things. Like they've been life in the nitty gritty trenches of life together. Mm-hmm. And yeah. over time, you can just imagine that Peter began to see that this man, Jesus, this teacher, Jesus was different. Like he was the Messiah, the son of God, the Messiah that the Jewish people had been waiting on. And this is the first moment where um, somebody, where Peter, anybody really, knows the fullness of who Jesus is. And I love what happens next. Verse 17 says, Jesus replied, blessed are you, Simon, son of Jonah, for this was not revealed to you by man, but by my father in heaven. And I tell you that you are Peter. And on this rock, I will build my church and the gates of Hades will not overcome it. I will give you the keys of the kingdom of heaven. Whatever you bind on earth will be bound in heaven and whatever you lose on earth will be loosed in heaven. And I love this moment because it's the moment when Peter understands the fullness of who Jesus is, the full identity when he knows, hey, this is the Messiah. This is the son of God. Jesus turns right around and says, yes, and this is who you are, Peter. You are Peter, and this is how I'm going to use you. Like, I'm going to build my church upon you. And I think the same is true in our life. Like, if we want to know who we are, we got to get to know who Jesus is. Like, we literally have to sink deep into the trenches with Jesus, do life with him, like, you know, crack jokes with him, eat meals with him, all these things. And I think as we begin to do this and we begin to understand who it is that Jesus is and how we are daughters of Jesus, like we are literally daughters and like we, we carry that same identity in us. And so that's really what we want to talk about when it comes to identity. Identity is really about getting to know Jesus, pressing into that deeper. And as you get to know Jesus, Jesus begins to awaken you to all these beautiful things that are like so unique about you and who he's created you to be and how you can begin to live into that. That's so true. I think about even just like the importance of your time alone with him, like what we call, you know, your quiet time, like the more the seasons of my life where I've spent more time with the Lord, where I've been pretty like consistent about like getting that 30 minutes in, those have been the seasons of my life where I've felt the most certain of my Mm. identity. And it's because I've felt closest to Jesus. That's so true that if you like are in a season of just like an identity crisis where you're like, who am I? Like, what am I passionate about? How has he gifted me? How has he wired me? What even is like, I can't even differentiate my personality between all my friends. (laughs) Like, what is my place socially? Like so many things like I, I really believe that in moments like you spend with Jesus more and more of like your identity and those ways will just be revealed. And I know it feels like not like it kind of feels indirect. It's like, okay, you guys, you're really over spiritualizing this. Like if we spend time with Jesus, we're going to know who we are. Like, <laughs> but it really is yeah, true. Like so true. you, those moments, like processing things with him, those moments in scripture and things bouncing off the pages, like those moments in worship or something like lights up inside of you. Like mm. those are when, that's when you know your yeah. identity. It makes me think we've had, um, some of our regional directors for Delight have been in town the past mm-hmm. couple of weeks. And um, yeah. we always joke about during regional director training, everybody comes together for a week and we we really worship and we pray so much. And it's really just like a heart seeking time. You spend so much time with Jesus and it's so funny because everybody walks away from training learning so much about yeah. themselves. Like, yeah. Everybody has to ch- changes their Enneagram number because they realize they're not actually <laughs> yeah, right. like a two. They're actually a 
six or yeah. whatever. Yeah. And everybody just is like, oh my gosh, there's this thing that I've been missing that I hadn't known in my life or that's why I respond that way to that situation and things like that. And so it's funny to sit back and watch people like just be with Jesus day in and day out and how they literally learn yeah. so much about the way that Jesus has wired them. Uh, that's it's crazy. So, so real. That's so true. Okay. So some of you guys might be thinking, okay, well, how the heck does this even relate yeah, to what my dating life? To do with dating? Why is this even important? Well, we thought we'd start off with just like a little story time. Mac and I were like, oh, cringy, but we might have to share a little bit of our dating life. And you know that we're going to share this super quickly. So more questions reach out to us <laughs> but um, okay this is hilarious um, we really want to give you some behind the curtain scenes too so just picture Mac and I I think we were at the pool we were at the pool just chatting about life and just this you know normal girl talk. Day. yeah and I would say this is probably a year after wait no this is a couple of years after college it was like after I had broken up with a guy and was single for a good period of my life or no, was no, this in college? This was the, right after college. You were still in a relationship in this. Oh, shoot. <laughs> oh, I was still in a relationship and I was questioning what the heck you I was doing. You were having a lot of doubts, That's a lot right. of questions, which honestly I feel like had kind of maybe taken you back from, you were just confused in your time yeah, with Jesus. Yeah, I was so confused. And this is actually really important to highlight because this is the thing is I was in a relationship for, for a good amount of time, like about four, four years. And... Um, I got in that relationship without knowing my identity. Like mm. I got in the relationship without like spending enough time with Jesus so that he could reveal certain things inside of me. And here it came to like towards the end of our relationship, we ended up breaking up that I was so confused. I was like, who am I? What do I want? Who do I need? Like what had so many question marks around yeah. all of this. And it really hurt the relationship that I was in. And it was just funny. Me and Mac were at the pool and I looked at her and, and I was she like, she had gone on like a little, like you were, you used to help with a youth group and you had met like a co-youth leader or something. Yeah. I was like a co-youth leader. We went to like a Oh, theme and park. mind you in, in college, Ken's was like queen of the hipster. Like she literally wore these giant beanies and was yeah like, I was like hipster girl dated like, a musician I was like kind of far from this Cali Greek life. girl yeah. yeah and she met this guy who was I like met this frat. guy and that was in a frat and I came back from he was the like trip. a suburban guy he was a suburban yeah <laughs> he was he was just like you know cookie cutter suburbial southern frat and Ken guy. straight up says to me she goes Matt I think, I think that's I like, who I'm supposed to be with. I was like, I think I like frat boys. And I was like, what are you talking about? No, you don't. You're like, no, 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 Mac. You don't know who I am. Yeah. That is who I am. And I was Did I like, have a good argument? No, it was, it made no sense. I was literally dying laughing. You were like, no, 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 Mac. You don't know me. This is who I really am. And I was like, uh, are you? Isn't that so real of friends when they get in relationships and they're like, with when you don't know your identity you end up being from an outsider as a friend you're like I don't know if that was who I imagined you with and it's because yeah. they might be like a little lost in the yeah. whole concept of it all and so, it was really funny she was wow. straight up in an identity crisis I was and it passed and it like passed it passed four days and um it honestly passed because I ended up breaking up with that guy and then spent a ton of time with Jesus and yeah. realized that more of who I was and really solidified my identity in that way. And yeah. um, it was yeah. so good. It's so good. And that's what we really want to talk about is like, I know these things seem kind of far removed from each other, but we so believe that by solidifying your identity, by knowing who you are, it actually does better prepare you for your future and your future love story. And so we want to give you two big takeaways. Um, if you're sitting there and you're like, 
oh my goodness, I have literally lost who I am yeah. in the relationship I'm in. Or maybe you're sitting there and you're like, oh my gosh, I'm single and I've been hardcore crushing on this guy. And I realize I still have so much work to do in me on like who I am and who Jesus says that I am. Like yeah. take this as like, you're like kicking the butt to go do it and to go do, do the hard work. It's so yeah. worth it. And so we just want to give you two, um, takeaways takeaways. write them down write these down the first one is when you've solidified your identity you are going to be protected from relationships that you shouldn't be in this is so important and I was telling Ken's about this I was like I went through kind of like this like identity crisis in college but I'm so thankful because that time really drew me into the Lord super intimately and honestly like God just spoke so much truth over my life in that time and I still Mm. feel like I'm kind of like living off of the high of that in a lot of ways and I have been so protected from so many relationships that like, honestly, the high school me probably would have gotten into and probably Mm. would have been like, you know, married off by now, honestly, like Mm. I think back upon it, but because I was so confident in who God had made me to be, I could, you know, meet people that maybe had a crush on or thought was cool and be like, no, but that's not the relationship I'm supposed to be in. Like that doesn't align with the values that I have in my life or you're not going to be somebody who's really like pushing me closer to the heart of Jesus. And I'm so thankful um, because there have been moments where I really liked somebody and I thought they were great, but it probably wasn't the right relationship for me to be in. And it's honestly the firmness that I had in who God had created me to be that kept me from entering into those relationships. Yes, that's so real. Okay, so the first is it protects, solidifying your identity protects you from relationships you shouldn't be in. And the second is it helps you better understand who God has for you. Um, And this is so, so real. Um, You know, if you're that kind of girl who's like, I don't know my type, I don't know what I want, that's fine. I love that you're being like more open and willing to kind of be with with all different types of people. But I do think there's an importance of knowing your identity. And so then you can know who God might have for you, somebody who complements your your gifting, somebody who like your passions align, somebody who um, just has like a similar life like vision and mission and um, maybe somebody who also can like be there in your blind spots and Mm. in the things that you're you're that you need help in and this is so important and it's so real I think when you solidify your identity you'll just be led to the people that God has for you even more um, which is so important and don't you think that even when you do find maybe that person that really is that right match for like your identity and someone you should be with I think it knowing who you are helps you from, it keeps you from placing who you are and who you're with. Yeah. And I think so many women today, we place who we are and who we're with. And like, we don't know how to separate the two. You can instead like run the race next to each other. Yeah. You can run the race next to each other. And honestly, if like heartbreaks down the road, it's a lot easier to untangle heartbreak from tangled identities. You know what I mean? It's just like, it's a great way of protecting your heart as you date, but it's also a really great way to like become the right partner for somebody in the future. And so it's so important. We can't stress it enough. Um, If you guys are interested in like growing deeper in your identity and really solidifying, there's an awesome actually activity in the how to prepare book that talks about creating a vision statement for your life. Um, And I think that's so smart and so good. And it kind of walks you through it. But even if you don't get the book, like, you know, 
write down, spend time with the Lord, go on like a date with the Lord and like actually like have the Lord speak vision into your life of like, what is it that you should really be um, setting aside that God says like, this is who you are and this is what your life is going to be marked for and about. And so uh, we really encourage you to do that. And um, again, the ways that we think that you like grow deeper in your identity is by falling more and more in love with Jesus. The more time that you spend in the quiet place with Jesus, the more that he's going to reveal to you about how he's created you, how he's uniquely knitted you together. And so um, that gets me excited. It gets me so excited. Remember, it's a process. It's not an overnight transformation. Definitely not overnight. You can't like find your identity tomorrow and start dating on a Tuesday, basically. (laughs) That's right. So let's dig in. Let's dive in, you guys. I'm so excited to see what's going to happen through this. Yay. One week down. One week down, we I got feel a more, more prepared to for my future I love story than do. ever. I got direction. I got insight. I'm ready to go. Let's do it. <laughs>